welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is October 11th, 2020. This is episode number 98, and I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast, Jerry Evanoff. With me, as always, is my sister, Lindsay. And Lindsay, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm assuming you're going to talk about the big countdown that you gave me right before we started. Eight um, days, eight days. Pod- eight days, yeah. <laughs> you were very happy when you logged in, and we, we got the audio working because of my fault. <laughs> this time um all right speaking of numbers that's good uh book three huh Huh? yeah book three is up 1962 words to 7088 i'm going to catch you potentially this week unless you get your button gear uh my mailer light though i'm also going to catch you is down to 829 down five i did send an email last sunday and i'm currently not doing anything on any of the promo sites to get mail uh, uh subscriptions email subscriptions so I did not, I, I did expect to drop a little bit. I'm probably going to do another email in a, a week or two. And I expect to drop some more there, which is fine. Cause these are people that I was going to cut anyway. So if they don't want to be on my list, I'm happy to have them not on my list because at a thousand, I have to start paying more money than I'm already paying. And I'd prefer mm-hmm. not to do that if people don't care. So uh, I am down to 829 in terms of golf. I know you're very excited about this. I golfed 36 holes this week, 18 on Tuesday, 18 yesterday. And, uh, Ooh, <laughs> My scores ah. don't, yeah, exactly. My score doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, my, my, well, it, it does in terms of on the front nines of both 18s, I shot 45, 45 Tuesday. And 45 was at the place where we have our league every week in the summer. And that would have been my low for the entire summer had it been part of the league. Um, so I'm very happy about that. It means that I have a shot um, next year of keeping that score down. Um, yesterday I shot 45 on the front nine, but I seem to fall apart on the back nine, but luckily our league is only nine holes and not 18. Um, I did yesterday right in the middle of golfing, go to Amazon and buy these chipping nets. And there's, there's these nets that are three different sizes and you put them like some distance from you, let's say like 20 yards, 30 yards, 40 yards. And then you just practice chipping into them. And I'm going to do that at the parents' house in their giant backyard coming up over the next month or two. While it's still not freezing cold, I'll take the dog over and let him run around and I'll practice chipping because that's my biggest weakness right now is chipping. So pretty excited about that. Um, so yeah, it was a good week. How about you? Um, yeah, it was a it was a good week. Um, no writing still. Um, book two is at 9,870 words. See, here's the thing. Now that you say that you're going to catch up with me, I'm going to have to write something. Good, <laughs> good. Because when I talk about my sales later on, it, mm-hmm. you'll it'll make you want to get book two out as fast as you possibly can because yeah. it, they've they've say at the um they say at the uh at the 20 book stuff that the best way to sell book one is to write book two and i i am completely agreeing with that i just i feel so gypped you know like i was so looking forward to 20 books this year and how much i was going to learn and i wanted to make sure i had a book out before i went so that i could you know use that experience like because for me somebody can tell me something but unless i've already done it it doesn't resonate as well. So I feel really gypped that it had to be canceled um, and I'm not going to experience it for another year. What the heck? 
anyway. Well, you, you, we can go to Madrid in June if he does Madrid. I can't go to Madrid in June. Yeah, I'm probably not going to go either. Yeah. Yeah, I wish. I Me wish. Um, uh, I think, though, my, my hang-up is Kian being home, which in eight more days, they'll go to school for eight hours a day. Somebody um, else. Somebody else gets to watch it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but also, I do have a plan um, I don't know how realistic it is. Uh, I would love to get this book to the editor by Christmas. I would love to publish on Valentine's Day. That's my ultimate goal. And I think once Kian gets to school and I kind of get back into that writing groove, I should be able to do that. Um, I still want to send mom a chapter or two just to see if she does need to go through the whole book or if I'm doing well enough on my own. Um, so I do have a plan to have book two out in February. Um, I have 569 active subscribers, um, only 18 new this week, which is fine. That um, book funnel promo that I'm in, it ends on the 15th. So what is that like four or five Thursday. days? Thursday. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to do any more promos for a little while. Uh, I think, you know, I may get up to 600 subscribers, but I, you know, the vast majority of them don't even open my newsletters. Uh, so I'm going to just kind of pause that for a little while. Um, as far as any news goes, uh, according to KDP, I only have one sale in October and 445 page reads. Um, pretty disappointed about that, but I also kind of feel like everybody that I know that is going to buy a book has bought a book. And there are quite a few people that I don't know that bought a book. Um, and so now it's to the point where I need them to tell other people. I need their people to know about my book. Um, I, I have a couple of plans for that that I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I have one new, um, not even review, it's a rating on Amazon. So I have seven reviews and five ratings, which I still think is stupid. Um, I don't like that whole rating thing without a review. It doesn't help anybody. Um, also, I'm getting a lot more requests for autograph copies and I'm out of the first 30 that I purchased. So I just purchased yesterday 20 more um, author copies, which is great. I'm really happy about that. Are you selling those to them or giving them away? Yeah. No, I'm selling them. How much? Uh, $12. And then how much are you? Oh, wow. You're doing really, oh, you're doing better than I did. Holy cow. Cause I'm, yeah. yours are probably cheaper to print too. Uh, 488 or something yeah, like wow, that. Wow. Good for you. Mine were 550 and I was charging yeah, with shipping, $10. It'll be like 588 or something, but oh, okay. where I messed up last time was, um, I charged everybody for shipping cause I did the media mail, but I didn't charge them for the packaging and those envelopes are not cheap. Yeah. And so um, I probably made about 100, 115 less than I could have made because of what I had to pay for the packaging. Lesson learned. Um, as far as October marketing, uh, like I said, the book funnel promo ends on the 15th. Um, I have 418 clicks and 177 claims, and that's for the prequel novelette. Um, I've had so many requests for the t-shirt. So I made this t-shirt. I made one for myself. I made one for Jeremy 
and I had one made for, I mean, I didn't make them. I had them made for my betas, just like as a little thank you gift. And um, on the front, it has like Lindsay Evanoff author. And then on the back, um, it has like this book open and it has my little tagline that you um, came up with in like three seconds that everybody just loves. It says, <laughs> um, I write books my dad won't read. Um, and then I think it has my website on there. But it's just a black t-shirt and it's like burgundy color writing, nothing super fancy. Um, I've had so many requests for that shirt. Every time I wear it, every time Jeremy wears it, somebody's like, hey, where can I get that shirt? He has a guy that he works with once one for himself. And so um, I thought I'm going to put this out there because a good way to get my people's people to see my name, my book is for them to wear a shirt. Why not? So I put it out on Facebook. How many people would be interested in a shirt? And I got maybe like a half a dozen responses via Facebook, but then I got a whole bunch of text messages and emails as well. Um, so I ordered uh, nearly two dozen shirts um, and they're all already sold. I'm not making any money off of them. Um, oh, but I guess the text—I guess the text message I was just sending you about how I'll take one is not gonna—it's too late. Well, I did order a few extras. Um, the the ones that I, I ordered like the sizes that I know, and then I ordered like a couple more of more popular sizes, so I can certainly sell one to you. I'm I'll not making any large. money off of That's these. Fine. Okay, um, I just wanted my name to get out there, so I figured if I'm not making any money. I'm not spending any money, you know, like it's all going to even out, but my name is getting out there to people. It's worth it. Um, whether it works or not, I'm not losing anything, you know? So I have that going on. I, um, made a spreadsheet yesterday to keep track of who ordered, what size they want, how much it costs, how much is postage, how much have they paid? And then of course I did my whole income expense thing because I'm a finance girl and, um, I like numbers a lot. Um, so that's going on. Um, and then as far as book two, like I said, I haven't worked on it all week. Um, when Kean goes back to school, I think that's when, because I'm going to have four hours set where I can just write. Um, and I, I, I think, I think that's when it's really going to flow. I'm still, you know, I'm not doing nothing. I'm still looking for inspiration and I'm still developing my characters and I'm thinking of plot lines. And so I'm still kind of working on the book. I just haven't done any actual writing. So, and that's all my news for this week. Not a whole lot. Um, do you, when you say you're looking for inspiration, like where are you looking? Um, TV, a lot of TV. Um, I have the Hallmark channel on my um, Apple TV. And so I don't sit and watch movies really, but I'll put on something and I'll just kind of review the characters and um, think about their traits and make notes about what I like or what I don't like, or, you know, um, TV shows, a lot of side characters, um, you know, just things like that. But mostly I would have to say TV. Because I don't really watch TV for inspiration. I always look in the situations that I'm in. So if I'm at like the golf course and I see people somewhere and somebody says something, I've heard people say stuff that have become like situations in the book. I've had a couple situations myself that I'm in where I'm like, okay, if I change the characters around here, 
this would make a great scene. Yeah. So I don't use TV and movies because I don't really watch a lot of movies, but I don't use TV as much in terms, I, I, because I'm it, either I'm out golfing or I'm at a store or, uh, you know, when I work, I look for those yeah. situations and then try to think, how can I make this bad for me in this situation so that I can make it bad for my character? So maybe I'll have yeah. to watch it because I don't watch a lot of science fiction as much. I don't watch a lot of TV anymore, um, except for The Office, which is on right now. Uh, Michael's proposing <laughs> and it's not going well. Um, uh, yeah. And I'm wondering if um, I should start watching I keep saying that I want to watch or read or do whatever more stuff in my genre. And then I start doing it. And then I just stop for some reason. I'm not sure mm -hmm. why. Um, there was an I article on, on, no, there was a YouTube video today that I haven't watched that yet to, that said, what if Lost were on TV now? And I might watch that and see if I can get something from there. But yeah, I don't, yeah, it's, we're a little different there. I think, well, for my first book, it certainly wasn't TV. It was in situations where people that I knew. So like in um, Reluctant Heart, there's a, a book club theme, which I was before COVID in a neighborhood book club. And so I kind of took my friends in the neighborhood and way over-exaggerated them. Um, or I pulled some characteristics from one and I put it into another one, you know, so I moved things around. But ever since this COVID thing, I don't really go anywhere. I mean, I go to physical therapy. I go to Anna's house. Um, I go to the chiropractor. I mean, really that's about it. So it's harder for me to pull things from people that I see because I don't really see anybody. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's why I'm using TV this time. Um, it's easier, I think, finding finding inspiration from, from actual people because like you said, you can hear their voice mm -hmm. and that makes a difference. Um, and they're not uh scripted on tv they're all scripted right so yeah i mean i don't know i'm just trying to find inspiration where i can but right now the majority of it is, is tv because i don't go anywhere so just to give you an idea of um what i said about the best way to sell book one is to write book two okay mm -hmm. so i released book two on september 15th so i did a bunch of email um email marketing through all those different like, you know, uh, uh, choosy bookworm and bargain booksy. And I don't know, I had a whole week where I, where I was at 99 cents with book one. So I'm not going to count that because that that's kind of cheating. What, I, what I'll do is I'll give you my numbers from September 17th for book one and book two, since I'd released book two. And after the, the email promos were over, which were that Sunday. So this is starting on the 17th, I, I think was Monday. Uh, no. September 7th, no, I'm sorry, September 21st should have been Monday. So yeah, so I didn't have any promos running other than the Facebook ads and the story origin and book funnel stuff that started running the, in October. So, so I do have a little bit of stuff running that you don't have running, but I will say since September 21st, I've sold 17 books and I've had, let's see if I can figure out how to do a custom. So September 21st will be my starting date. Here we go. Since then I've had, I've sold 17 books and I have 20, almost 2,400 page reads of a combination of book one and book two, but the majority of those are book one. If I look at just book one, I have 20, yeah, 20, almost 2,100 of those are just book one page reads. Wow. And the orders are book, uh, nine of the 11 are book, book one, the sales. And that's without anything, that's without, that's, that is like the people that I know like the same way that you, 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 a lot of the books you've sold have been the people mm -hmm. you know, they bought it all last summer when it came out. These are all people mm -hmm. I don't know. And 
the majority of this is page reads over book sales. Although I've had some, you know, I've had some days where I've had like three book sales, which is really nice. And uh, I am, like I said last week, I'm approaching, uh, I'm not, I'm not on track to beat September. September's my best month ever, where I only made a $120, or whatever. That's my best month ever. Um, the majority, now, if I add in, if I add in the, from the day that that book went on sale, uh, book two was, was released. Mm-hmm. So let's go month to date. Let's go um, custom. And we'll just say since September 15th, mm-hmm. which is the day I released it. Uh, I've sold 94 book ones. Now the majority of those are 99 cents. So I'm not making a lot of money, but I've sold 94 mm-hmm. of them. And the hope is that those people go in and buy book two eventually. But in terms of page reads, let's see where that is. Again, since book two was released, I have... 3,500 page reads. So it's a thousand more page reads that came. I guess the majority of the sales were the 99 cent book. So I have ever since book two came out and even, you know, I've run some promos and things like that, but I have, you know, 111 total sales of the two books combined. I have 3,500 page reads of the two books combined. So I'm like seeing something like that really, really gets me excited to get book two, book three finished and out there because then I'm going to have a lot of sales of book one and then hopefully they lead into book two and mm-hmm. then book three. And then, like I said before, once book four is getting closer to being finished, that's what I'm going to release the box set, or I'm going to take the three books and put them together as one large book with, I believe, what is that? Two, three, five, nine different POVs, actually 10, because my prologue for book three is, is a, a POV that we're only going to see once. And it's the prologue. We're not going to see again. Mm-hmm. But, um, so how I mix all that together, I don't know yet. But yeah, I'm, this is what makes me really excited. This is the one thing more than anything else that makes me excited to, to get book three finished. I'm definitely writing faster, even though it doesn't seem like it yet because I'm still plotting. Um, I'll, I'll, I was going to talk about this later on, according to the outline, but I will say that um, I'm to the point now where I'm writing exactly like Dean Wesley Smith talked about in the 2018-20 books where he said he just sits down and writes. He doesn't plot anything. And he does Mm -hmm. this thing called looping, which I've talked about a thousand times on this podcast, where he writes chapter one, he writes chapter two, and he realizes in chapter two, oh, I need to plant something back in chapter one. He loops back to chapter one, adds it in, and then moves forward and gets through chapter two, three, four, and then he loops back again. And it's this whole looping thing that that I wish I could put on a, um, it's almost like if you look at a, if you look at a timeline for a time travel book, that um, where the, t- the, the, the past is always changing. No, the future is always changing based on what happens mm-hmm. in the past. You've got these loops that go through. It's the same kind of thing. And that's kind of how I'm writing right now, which I remember in 2018, sitting there listening to him talk, thinking to myself, this is ridiculous. I'm never going to do this. This is way too hard. I'm, <laughs> and now I'm kind of doing it. And I'll talk about that when I get into the, the, the part of the, this uh, outline when I talk about my, my book. Let's go back to the marketing real quick. Um, like I said, I'm not on pace. I'm on pace to have another good month. Not as good as September, but I am on pace to have a good month. Um, in terms of Amazon advertising, and this is the the, the one I want to talk about because it's funny. Um, I now have, I still only have three ads out there. Uh, I know last week I said I was going to add more and I am going to do that. I just didn't get time to do it last Sunday. Um, I have 5,300 impressions. I have seven clicks. That's one every 757, which is way below the thousand that I was getting before. Um, I've spent a dollar eight so far and I've generated that's 15 cents per click, which is awesome. That's a really low cost per click, but I've generated zero orders and zero page reads, which obviously isn't what you want. Um, so I've spent a dollar, but I've only spent a dollar eight. So it's not like it's costing me a whole lot of money while I try to figure this out. So I'm not real concerned about that. Um, and I am going to create more today. I know I said it last week, but 
this time I, I am going to, it's on the top of my list. Of <laughs> today. I have a giant list of things to do um, today. So, so this is the, the, the top of my list. Um, I am going to stop and I've already stopped them, but I'm going to, I am going to stop for good. I don't know about for good, but I'm going to stop right now. The book funnel story origin newsletter sign up promos. Mm -hmm. uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I, I've got enough freebie seekers on my, on my mailing list. I want to get more people who are interested in me and buying my book more than anything. Um, but that means the other reason is because like I said last week, I want to take my, my origins book, my, the, the thing I've been giving away for free and I want to get it into Kindle Unlimited. I'm actually pretty happy with the amount of pages I'm getting with book one and book two right now. And I want to throw another book out there that they can read. It's only a hundred pages. And it, I, I guess, I don't know what that would give me in terms of money, uh, mm -hmm. 70, I, I could do the math really quick. So let's just assume it's like 0048. So hundred times 0048 would be 48 cents. Uh, makes sense. So that means I would get about 50 cents every time somebody read the book, which is fine because it's selling for 99 cents and I only make 33 cents or so on the sale. Oh, so, yeah. um, so I'm happy with that. So I want to get that into Kindle Unlimited and that, and the reason I, the other reason is because I'm going to write books two and three of the series after I finish book three of the, of the big series. And I, I want to be able to take those six books and put them together as a box set, put them in KU. And I can't be giving away book, the origins book for free if I'm putting it in KU. So Mm -hmm. I have to, and that means, like I said last week, I have to find something new to write. And I started thinking about doing something really small, like maybe a 20 page short story that I can write in no time at all. You know, I can take a weekend and plot it and then take a couple weekends later after that and write it. And, um, you know, do I, do I need to put it through an editor? Probably because you want it to be good quality. You don't want people to see it and go, oh, this is terrible. Um, it wouldn't be that expensive for C to go over something that's 20 pages. No, and she could probably fit it into a time, you know, I could ask yeah. her and she probably, you know, she's done that for me before where she's like, yeah, I can fit it in here. Just send it to me when you're ready. Mm -hmm. She did that with my, my short story last year. So uh, I hope she could do it this year. So I think that's probably what I'm going to do. Um, I think I talked about this last week, pick a character that I may have mentioned in kind of a one-off sentence, write something about them. Uh, I know Mark Dawson for his books, what he did was he's now, he wrote like a, a dossier on his his main character and that's what he gives mm -hmm. away and for people who like his series and like his character that's probably really fun to read so yeah. he's actually blacked out pieces of it like you see in the movies yeah um, so that when they get it it looks like an official one that they've seen yeah. i don't know if that do they do that in real life i don't know if they do that in real life do they black well, yeah. things out yeah because you can't share um personal information oh, okay so i didn't even know that so okay there you go I, I don't have a character i can do that with but i think i can write like a 20 page <laughs> fun thing about one of my characters it may not even be a mm -hmm. story maybe it's you know some kind of a maybe so my maybe my bad guy is doing all this research on the people in group and i just release what he knows about the people actually that's a really good idea i literally just thought about that right now as we were talking <laughs> and i really like that idea um so i might do that you okay. seem to come up with your best ideas while we're podcasting yeah it's probably when i am th thinking the hardest i don't know Mm. Um, I come up with my great ideas in the shower, but then my staircase is like the Bermuda Triangle because as soon as I go down the stairs, mm. I forget everything I just thought of in the shower. Well, didn't you tell me one day that you bought like a, a thing that you can write in crayons that you can write yeah. on your shower Bath wall? Crayons. Uh -huh. Yeah, I have them. I have them. I, just, I never opened them. I got them but never opened them. Oh, you should open them and yeah. just even if you just put one on the side of the shower. Yeah, it's brilliant. I didn't right, so think I'm of gonna, it. I just. But I don't I really. I don't really, um, 
come up with my, my best ideas are, are I seem to come up with on my way to work in the morning, but I'm not yeah. driving to work as much because I, I will literally just put everything muted. No, no um, music, no podcast, no nothing. And I will just talk out loud. I have a mm -hmm. video record, an audio recorder on my phone. I'll just hit record and I've, I've recorded that before. So, so the bath crayons, I'll have to try one. I have them. I'll have to open them up. and. and get well, them you have to remember too, the, the, the only time I'm by myself to have a thought is when I'm taking a shower. So true. that's probably why I have my best thoughts there. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, let's see. So I mentioned that. Okay. So okay. Let's talk about the Facebook ad. So I did create a second one. Um, I got that working last week and they are, they're doing really well. Um, as far as I can tell, Ooh, that rhymed. Um, the, <laughs> the first one is the one that runs the entire month. I, I, I linked to the video in last week's show notes. It's a city of cityscape. Uh, there's a fire over top of it. it, has the book cover on one side. The tagline is on the top left and the quote from a review is across the bottom in italics. It's currently sitting at 21 cents per click. And if you go back and you look at the history of my ads, I was always in the thirties and forties. How I got to 21 cents, I have no idea. Um, maybe it's just a good ad, I, I don't know. Uh, the second one though, there's no text or picture. There's no book cover. It's literally just a video. It's the same thing. It's like a cityscape. This one's more of a, a shot down into a basement that has um, been destroyed. And there's a character just kind of standing in the middle of it. And he's, he's looking away from, um, he's looking away from the camera. So you, you see his, his back. And then I have this fire that's going over top of it. All these videos I create, my favorite thing to do is create fires over top of these, these scenes. <laughs> and um, it's at 20 cents per click. I'm going to put the link to that one in this week's show notes so you can take a look at it. But they're, they're 21 and 20 cents per click, which is amazing. I'm getting likes on them like crazy. I'm inviting those people to become part of my Facebook ads. Yeah. And that's, uh, not everyone is, but I am getting... A pretty good amount of, of people that are, are liking my, my Facebook page. I'm up over 150 now. Um, and because of this, I've decided, I've changed my mind from what I talked about last week where I was going to make my book 99 cents. I'm going to stay at 399 on book one and I'm going to continue doing the story origin and the book funnel promos and I'm going to keep doing the Facebook ads and I'm just going to see what happens at 399 because it takes me back to what you had when you released your book one. You made a ton of money at mm -hmm. 3.99 because I was afraid that people wouldn't buy my book at 3.99. The prequel? And, no, the main book one in the series. Oh, oh, yeah, I see, and, I see. Yeah. And you sold yours at 3.99 and you sold a ton of them. Now it yeah. could be that you have a lot more people that you know that bought it, which is I think part of it, but I think you also sold 3.99 books to people who don't know you and it's like people aren't afraid to do that. Mm -hmm. You also have what'd you say seven review no how many reviews and ratings did you say you had seven reviews five ratings so does that mean you have 12 star ratings yeah i only have 13 and i'm out a year longer than you so um ooh, excuse me i burped there didn't mean to um sorry about that. <laughs> so so um I, i'm wondering you said that you didn't like the star ratings it's it's not good for anybody I think that there is one positive about it where you're going to get people who wouldn't have left you a rating anyway, who aren't, who are okay with just clicking the star rating and that's it. Like they don't want to, they don't want to write anything, They but they are okay just clicking a star rating. Um, I think that's a good thing because there are promos places like, I think Kindle, what's the one that will keeps denying me? KindleDailyCountdown.com. They keep denying me. And I think it's because I only have a, a handful of ratings. 
uh, rankings, ratings, whatever you want to call it, reviews. And I'm wondering if I got to like 20 of these star, these, these reviews that are combination reviews slash star rating. I wonder if yeah. a company like that would then, then, then approve my promo. Yeah, maybe. So I think there is one positive there. It's the people who weren't going to review it you anyway. Maybe some of them will actually leave you a star rating. So, mm. um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about this. I'm, I was going to, in November, drop down to 99 cents, but I am going to definitely go ahead and stay at 399 for another. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it month to month. And there will be times when I do daily countdowns that take me down to 99 cents and I'll do some promos just for kicks. But uh, but I am going to stay at 399. So um, speaking of book funnel, I, I'm up to 28 clicks. So this week, I actually went, this book funnel ends October 15th. So it ends Thursday also. Mm-hmm. I am going to um, probably, I don't, think, I don't know if I'm going to send another email, but I am going to schedule a Facebook post um, you know, all these people that are liking my Facebook post right now, my Facebook, um, author page, I am going to schedule some posts throughout this week. And one of them is going to be, please review me, but, but I am going to go ahead and, and advertise the book funnel and story origin. Um, I don't know how many people have clicked on story origin. That one runs the entire month. And like I said, last week, I have no idea how to track it. And, um, I did get an email from a friend of the podcast, Kat Bammer, who has helped you in the past. Mm-hmm. She sent me a link to reader links, which is something that I heard about last year when I was in Scotland at 20 books, Edinburgh at the time, it seemed really pricey. I didn't really care so much about tracking things because I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but I did go in uh, yesterday and sign up for a 30 day trial, went through some YouTube videos on it. It's really complicated. There's a lot to it. Um, there's a, it's, it's almost like these guys and in the, in fact, in the video that I watched where they, they were interviewed, the guys who, who wrote it, they, they basically said, these are all the things that we do. Let's just put them together on one website. And there's like Twitter stuff and there's, um, ways to create links and you can track your sales and your ROI and all these different things that, that, um, I am not doing any of these things. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch a little bit more about it probably today, maybe this week, but probably today, I'm going to try to figure out how it helps me track the links. Cause as, as of right now, I have no idea. The only thing that I can think of is they come up with these links that you put into your ads, whether it be a Facebook ad, a story origin or a book funnel promo, um, maybe Amazon, ad, no Amazon ads. I'm not putting links into. So, and then what it does is you're able to go in and you're able to see, um, which of those links were clicked on the most. Now it doesn't actually tell you who bought what, but mm-hmm. maybe it shows you like these people clicked on the story origin one, these clicked, people clicked on the book funnel. Maybe it gives you a more clear picture. And from that, you can kind of estimate which ads are working better than other ads. So, but now don't get me wrong there. The book funnel dashboard tells me how many clicks I had. Facebook tell me, tells me how many clicks I had. So I'm still not sure how it's going to completely help me understand what's working and what's not. But um, there are a lot of positive reviews on this reader links. Um, and uh, after the 30 day trial, uh, because I'm a self-publishing 101 and an Amazon for ads person, um, I'm able to go in and get a discount that will show me, um, I'm sorry, that will save me, I believe $120 per year. And it looks like it's $120 every year, not just the first year. Um, so there's a lot to to work out with this reader links, but uh, I just wanted to thank Kat Bammer for emailing me this. And I just realized that I did not respond to her. I exchanged emails back and forth with Lindsay um, about this, but I actually never responded to Kat. So I need to send that reply. Speaking of emails, I got a, a weird email about a week and a half ago from a guy. I'm not going to give his name, but he runs a, he runs a, a, 
he wrote a, a, a in-depth guide on, on playing the guitar. And I think at one point in this podcast, I mentioned that I signed up for Justin JustinGuitar.com to teach myself how to play. And he wrote to me and he said, hey, listen, I found a piece of yours, P-I-E-C-E, piece of yours, not podcast, not nothing to do with the podcast or, or, or author. He just wrote, I have a piece of yours that um, where he had linked to JustinGuitar.com, where I had linked to JustinGuitar.com. And he had a proposal for me. And the proposal was, he wrote a thorough beginner's guide on how to play the guitar. And he said, naturally I was able to, you know, I researched everything that I did to make sure my information was up to date, meaning his beginner's guide is well-researched and put together well, which is great. Um, his proposal was, would I be interested in featuring a link to his article in, 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 my, in, my, in my piece, again, in my piece, not on my podcast, not in my newsletter, just literally in my piece. He thinks that it would make a valuable addition to my fantastic piece and my audience would really appreciate it. Now, I have a couple of problems with this. Um, number one, the fact that he kept saying piece means that he didn't, he didn't actually see that I had a podcast or a newsletter, or maybe he did and just didn't update his form letter that he probably sent out to a lot of people. Kind of annoyed me that he didn't do a little bit of research on who I was and he just sent me this form letter. And number two, um, his proposal was, I, I promote his item. Nothing in here about him promoting my item. Um, that was kind of weird. So I, I didn't respond to this. This was on the, he sent it to me on the 5th of, I'm sorry, he sent it to me on September 30th, week and a half ago. I didn't respond. Um, a week later, he sent me, I'm sorry, four or five days later, he sent me another email that said, did you get a chance to check out my proposal? Let me know what you think. Again, not much of a proposal. The proposal was, hey, will you do this for me? Nothing that he'll do for me. Um, again, the fact that he did not reference that I had a podcast or a, a, a newsletter kind of made me think that he really wasn't planning to do anything for me. Again, I didn't respond. And then he sent me an email yesterday morning that said, uh, I'll give this one last chance. Would love to hear your thoughts. I did respond this morning. I, I, wanted, I wanted to be kind of a I wanted to not be a jerk, but I also wanted to say, dude, you don't really know who I am. You're not really offering me anything. The offer really is just for me to help you and that's it. I didn't really like that. Um, I remember watching a video, I forget, you know, I think it was in the self-publishing 101 video course. I think it was Mark Dawson who said, you know, one of the ways that maybe you can um, have, have other authors help you is if you just email them directly and say, hey, how about we do like a newsletter exchange or something like that. But Mark Dawson said, make sure you research them, understand who they are. If they do a podcast, listen to their podcast, maybe point out some items in the podcast you liked. Um, don't, and again, make a proposal that is, I'll help you, you help me, we help each other. And this guy did none of those things and it was really disappointing. So like I said, I did write back to him and I said, no thanks. Uh, and I wrote, as I'm sure you know, I have an author podcast, which was a bit passive aggressive, but it made me laugh. And it made <laughs> you laugh when I was when I was reading it to you. Um, and, and I wrote, my content is more writing focused than anything else. It really is not, I don't think it's going to help anyone to be focused, to be um, advertised in a guitar uh, um, in-depth how-to guide. And, and as you and I talked about, maybe there's some people who, maybe it would help me. Maybe there are a few people who, who read sci-fi who would be interested in the book. And maybe I have some people in my newsletter who are want to learn the guitar and they would download it. But the fact that this guy basically just said, hey, um, you have a piece that you send out there. And I was wondering if you could advertise my stuff and that's as far as he took it. You know, I really am not interested in, in anything like that. So 
Yeah, it needs to be a give and take there. It really does. Um, back to the outline. So back to my writing now. Uh, I want to talk about a little bit more. Um, I wrote about 1,900 words this week. Uh, not a bad week. I'd like to do a little bit more. I'd actually like to do about eight to 1,200 a day on the days I write, which is usually around five to six days a week, which should be more to like four to 6,000 words. Um, but I'm still doing, like I said, I'm still plotting as I go. I'm not necessarily, I don't have a, you know, my first book, I had an 18 page outline before I started writing and I could write a thousand to 1200 words, no problem every day of a first draft. Uh, but this is a little bit different because I'm not doing that. I also don't have, I'm also doing more than just the first draft. I'm doing a first draft. I'm going back and I am editing the first draft, editing each chapter as I go, making changes to it. Uh, it's again, that whole looping thing. Um, and that's mm -hmm. kind of how I'm going to write this book. Uh, I'm writing it in segments. Uh, I talked about this last week. I'm doing four acts instead of three. I'm doing segments inside of each act. So segment one was just what I called uh, Ordinary World. Segment two is called The Game. And uh, I'm writing each characters as I go. I, I'm trying to be different from my first book. I'm not going to write a three-act play with the all those hero's journey points that you hit. I mean, I'm going to hit those but I'm not writing it as a three act play, 25%, 50%, 25%, midpoint at 50% of the second act. You know, you, I'm doing a little bit different. For example, um, in the segment one, I have five chapters. I have a prologue and four chapters. Each chapter from, is from a different character's POV. And then segment two is actually gonna start out with chapter five from all the different characters pre-POV. I'm not going to, um, I'm not gonna separate chapter five as 350 words, and then chapter six as 350 words from a different character. I'm gonna write a lot of this from, from all four in the same chapter. It'll make sense once you see it. It's just kind of <laughs> goofy right now. Um, I'm still working it out in my head how I'm gonna do it. I'm still working it out on paper. That's why it's taking me a little bit longer to write each one of these chapters. So uh, let's see. And I, the last thing I have, and, and I, I wonder if you, if you dealt with this when you wrote your book and if you, if, when you're writing your, your books now, when it comes to the character names, I have some names in there for two new characters, characters that I've never um, written before. And I want, I want character names that I like and the character names I have in there right now, I don't like. Mm. But when you come up with characters names, do you have like, for example, the character Talbot in my first book and in my second book, Talbot actually has a meaning behind it. It literally means like the, the, the bringer of death and destruction, something like that. I looked it up and that's what, historically, that's what that means. So I thought it was perfect for this character because she kind of did that. Um, character, one of the characters in this book is actually named Grace. Well, I'm changing it, I think, to the, word, the name Grace um, because of her character, her personality. I think it fits well with her personality. Do you look for names that fit people's personalities or do you just say, I'm going to name it this and, and leave it at that? I do actually. Um, so in book one, the main character is Casey and she's just kind of a play by the rules, nothing super exciting about her life generally. Um, I, she's just kind of basic, a little bland, um, which doesn't sound like it makes for a good character, but of course there's going to be excitement in her life, but her inner personality is just kind of take it as it comes you know, um, and so I wanted a name that was kind of like a plain Jane name, nothing that was too flashy, you know, I didn't want to call her Whitney or something that's musical. And, you know, I just wanted something plain. And then um, also in book one, uh, Charlie's sister is dating a guy who's kind of a jerk. He's really a jerk, actually. And so I was trying to think of names for jerky people. 
and I don't know if there's really like jerky names, but there was this person that I knew in my lifetime who I didn't really like. I thought he was a jerk. Um, and so I used his name, Brendan. Um, that doesn't mean that all Brendans are jerks. So if your name's Brendan, please don't take offense, but it was just somebody that I personally knew. And so whenever I think of that name, I kind of think of that person. Um, so yeah, I guess I kind of do. Um, in in the series, you're gonna find that, so Charlie's dad kind of disappeared for this other family. And I think I'm gonna have him come back in book three and try to connect with his kids um, who haven't seen him. You know, the youngest had never even met him. He left when she was still in utero. Um, but I think that he's going to have some unique names for his, his kids from his other family. Um, because it is kind of a unique situation. So I think his kids are gonna have unique names. So yeah, I guess I do try to find some meaning behind names. That's funny you say that because I have a couple of characters who use nicknames for people like Peter, every single person calls him Peter except for his best friend who calls him Pete. And yeah. I'm not sure, I don't know if I did that because I wanted to make it easy for the reader to, to understand who was talking. But I also, in my head, I can see this, this guy just going, hey, Pete instead of like yeah. Peter, like everybody else does. So yeah, the, the I did that are... in my book as well. Charlie, Charlie, his sister's name is Maggie, which is already shortened because her name is Magnolia, but um, he's the only one that calls her Mags. Hey Mags. Yeah. None of the other characters do. They all call her Maggie because that's her, her little brother. And you know, like do people ever... don't just walk around calling you Jer. No, um, there's one guy that I used to work with who calls me Jer Bear, um, which is strange. Oh. Yeah. Well, there was a, there was this girl back in, in, in my restaurant days who would call me that. And it was just one person. Nobody else did. She did. It was fine. And then for, you know, 15, 20 years, nobody called me that. And then out of nowhere, this guy that I, I don't work with him anymore, but I see him. I saw him a month ago when we did our fantasy football draft, cause he's in our fantasy football draft. And like, I, we met at top golf, we golfed for, for an hour or so. And I walk in, he's like, Jer bear. And, and no one else does that. It's so strange. <laughs> Actually, if you remember, and I don't know if this was the case for you or not, but when, when we were kids, um, we rode the school bus and yeah. our bus driver called me Gerald. And he's the only person that ever called me that mostly because I tell everybody, I hate that name. Please don't call me that. But, um, he always did. And actually I saw him a it couple was, of days ago. Like, he rides his bike past for my him house. To call yeah. You that. Yeah, 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 it was. He has that personality. Um, when, when Kean was just learning to talk, he couldn't say Paris and he called her pear bear for like six months. He, he called her pear bear. Nice. Anyway. Do, you, do you look up the meanings, like the historical meaning of, of names? I do. No. That. I like doing that. No, I didn't do it for my kids either. Oh, okay. Why? Well, I, me either. Um, <laughs> no, I don't look up their meanings. I, it's kind of more of like, um, like a vibe, a feeling, like, how do I feel about oh, okay. it? Okay. That kind of thing. Not I like, like it what... more of a, there's going to be like this small percentage of people who read the book who know what that name means. Mm -hmm. and they're going to get the the meaning the reference more than most people but i like doing that i like having references that not everybody is going to get you know if i put a, a seinfeld reference in i know only a few people are going to get this reference and not very many yeah. are, but which is fine um but yeah i like to look up the meaning so i looked up grace yesterday and i mean grace just means grace which yeah. makes sense um but I, I i need a male name i need a male character's name of a jerk um, mm -hmm. I don't really want to name it after somebody that I know from my past who is a jerk. I want to try to think, how is this character's arc going to play out? And is there a name that has a definition historically that is similar? I, um, 
when I was going through the jerky name thing, I was talking to Anna and my friend Megan, uh, who I bounce almost everything off of when I'm writing or basically in life. Um, and they both agreed that this name is just kind of like, if you have this name, you're probably born to be a jerk, which is, that's their words, not mine. I'm throwing them under the bus here. Um, but I couldn't use that name because it was too close to another name that I had, but it would have been even more perfect. So um, I'll text you. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, so okay, that's interesting. Uh, well, I'm afraid to use, I've only used one name of an actual person I know. I literally named a character after her because she said, hey, name a character after me. I went, okay. So I did. And like, nobody else has really asked me because there are some people at work who have said, hey, you should put me in your book. And I'm like, but you may not like what I do to you. <laughs> so I have a, I have in the place where my main character works in book one, he has three bosses and I literally named them only their last name after three people who said, put me in your book. So I've got like mm -hmm. Mr. Perry and I don't remember what the other two are. And I just said, oh yeah, I put you in there. You're, you're Mr. Perry. I don't know what I'm going to do to you in the future, but you're in there. So um, I have, um, I have two names that are similar to um, some people that I know, but I change the names slightly to make them a little bit different. Right. But those people probably know, right? They know yeah. that you named. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and are they yeah. jerks? What kind of characters are they? Just like them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you write a character, I see, I can't do that because I'm afraid if I write a character, how somebody is in real life, they might go, wait, that's what you think of me. Because I'm, I might have like, if I like, let's just take Sean. If I, if I write a character after, I can't, I can't put in the book some of the things he says, because people are going to be like, wow, you named it after him. And he said that, what a jerk. And I'm like, no, he was just kidding. You have to know Sean's sense of humor. But yeah. so I can't do that. I can't name characters well, like that. These, these two people, um, you know, we've had more than one in-depth conversation about who they are, who they think they are, who I think they are. So it's not going to come to any surprise. We, we all agree that we know who each other is. Okay. So you would have to have themselves. those. Yeah. Yeah. You would have to have those conversations with Sean or write it in a way that, that he that's, would say, you know, if, if he was just kidding, you have to write it in the way that he would be just kidding. You know what I mean? It's way too deep of a conversation to have with Sean. Yeah. Boys are different than girls. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So in terms of last week's recap Sunday, I watched football most of the day, although you know, I, I remember saying at the, during the podcast last week, I didn't have a whole lot of faith in the Browns last week winning their game and they won their game, but they were up huge with five minutes to go. And I could just see them losing. They were at 49 to 14, no, 41 to 14. And Dallas just went right down the field and scored. And I went, uh-oh. And I, Here it comes. <laughs> I went outside to my golf simulator and did not watch or listen to the rest of the game. I came in when it was over because I thought to myself, okay, either A, they're going to win, but they're going to give up a ton of points and I'm going to be annoyed because it's going to be way closer than it should be. Or B, they're going to lose. I'm going to be even more annoyed. I, I don't want to, I don't want, I'm happy right now. Let's just go outside yeah. and hit the golf club. I'll come back in. And if they win, I'll be happy. And if they lose, I'll be annoyed, but at least I didn't have to watch it. So, um, <laughs> and then today is a game like that also where playing a really hard team, but apparently they're okay as a team. They might be a decent team. I don't know. I'm afraid to say that out loud because they haven't been good since 1989. Um, so I watched football most of the day with the exception of that 20 minute span between 345 and 415 last week. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I worked, I, I watched the Browns, I watched other games, but I worked on a lot of October marketing, 
Um, I don't remember what it was that I worked on, but I worked on some October. I, I think I did some plotting also because I'm, I'm getting, I was getting ready to start segment two. Monday through Friday, I was back in the office. Yuck. It's, I, I forgot. I honestly forgot how worthless I am at seven o'clock at night when I, when I got up at 5 a.m., worked all day, drove home. Um, I did, my house was a wreck going into yes, last night. Uh, I just, it was, wait, what's today, Sunday? So yeah, going into Friday night, my house is a wreck. Um, I didn't really do a whole lot. I didn't do any writing in the evening, nothing really. Didn't do the golf simulator in the evening. I, I just did nothing. Um, during lunch though, I, I wrote and I plotted every day. Um, Monday and Wednesday, I, I finished the first segment, which is chapters one through four. Thursday, I worked on the prologue. And I wrote basically a 250 word prologue that as I work through segment two and I learn more about my characters, I'm going to expand the prologue because the prologue is this, um, this, this kind of military, this, this hap, oh God, I don't know how to put it together. It's like a, a put together military that is just a bunch of people who put it together. It's not official, nothing like that. Uh, and I want them to talk like a military would talk because they're, they're doing, um, what's the word, reconnaissance? Is that when you're watching people, right? Yeah, okay. you're surveying the situation before you, go in, before you go in and blow things up. No, they're doing surveillance. They're watching people. Oh, okay. That's the word I meant. Um, and what I'm probably going to do is I'm going to write this as I work on segment two, and then I'm going to send this to your husband and say, Jeremy, can you please check to make sure that some of the words I'm using are, I want it to be official, but I want it to be people like me who would be the doing it. So I want it to mm -hmm. make sense, but also be a little bit Layman. not correct. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna send it to him and just ask him to look it over. They're all on radios and they're talking to each other. You know, and, I, and what I did was, so four of these characters are gonna become four people who train the four main characters before they play the game or during the game, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, I want them to be actual characters that, that I base on people. So what I did was I went, okay, let's look at Star Wars because I love Star Wars. Let's look at the final run at the Death Star where you've got Red 2 as Wedge and Red 3 as Biggs and Red 5 as Luke and Red 6 as Porkins because he's the best. And I want, I want, so I based four characters off of these four people. Um, and I said, okay, they're going to be four people who train. So I named, my, I named them like, like RB2 and RB3, which actually stands for something. I don't remember what, but, um, and then I have a, a G, a gold character also. So GB2 is in there and they're training. They're, they're, they're the ones watching. They're, they're doing the surveillance in the, in the prologue. And then in the second segment, they're going to be actual characters who are just there. They're not, they're, they're not getting their own POVs. They're just talking to my main characters. So I want to, I, I want to continue to, work on my characters in the second segment. And as their personalities evolve, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and change the, the prologue to, to reflect those personalities. And then I'm gonna mm -hmm. send it to Jeremy and ask him to look it over. So um, won't be <laughs> I very hope you long. speak acronym. I don't, which I'll need him to help me with. Um, yeah, so uh, let's see, so Tuesday I golf. So I didn't write anything on Tuesday. I went to Moe's because I love Moe's and it's the greatest place of all time and got my chicken quesadilla. Then I went golfing, got home late, had a good time. Ch uh, ch fr Friday, I started chapter five, which is the first chapter of the second segment and started working on the style that I'm going to write that in, which is, you know, if, if you remember, those of you who read book one, if you remember how I wrote book one, I have one chapter, which is from both characters point of view. And what I did was I said, you know, Peter, and then I wrote his segment. Then I wrote Nelson and I wrote his segment. Mm -hmm. And then Peter and I wrote his segment. This time I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to put the, the star, star, star. And I'm going to start the segment so you know which POV it is. I'm not going to actually put mm -hmm. who it is. 
Uh, and then when I get back to chapter six, I'm probably gonna be back then just, well, actually the game segment may, may be written this way because these characters are all in this game together and they're gonna be interacting with each other. So I'm probably gonna write it this way where the first part of it, you know, in this case, it's Padma, her character leads up to something. And then the next one is the guy that I'm gonna rename. His character starts from somewhere in the middle of her segment and continues on from his POV and so on and so forth until the game is over. I'm gonna do mm -hmm. something like that. Um, let's see. Yesterday I golfed again in the morning. Of course I got Moe's again. Did you see my Snapchat? Yeah. I took a picture of the Moe's parking lot and I wrote children. If I can pass one piece of advice along to you as you grow up, it's to get Moe's whenever you're in the vicinity of a Moe's. So I, I got a chicken quesadilla again because they're awesome and I love them. And, uh, I came home and continued working on chapter five today. I am going to podcast I'm going to watch football. I'm going to clean my house because it's ridiculously dirty right now. Um, my refrigerator needs cleaned out and my dishes need to be put away and I need to, oh, and I'm probably going to make for, if you're on Snapchat, I haven't decided yet, but I'm probably going to make some form of a chicken quesadilla. No, I'm sorry, mm. chicken fajita type thing, but I'm going to use my crock pot. Uh, I got a recipe from someone a couple of weeks ago that I haven't done yet. I'm probably going to do that today. Maybe when we're done, I'll get that started because it's going to take like six to eight hours. So maybe that's yeah. the first thing I do when we finish up here. Uh, let's see, what else am I going to do? I'm going to do some more Amazon ads. I'm going to schedule some Facebook posts for the week, maybe the next two weeks. Um, another thing that Mark Dawson said in his publishing 101 course that I liked was he has a published tweet, um, that tweets automatically every week. He, he, he set it up once he uses a program called, I think it's called meet Edgar, which is like this thing where you can tweet, you can set up scheduled tweets to go forever. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to try to see if I can do that in Facebook where I do like a, a Facebook scheduled post that runs maybe every two weeks that says something to the effect of, hey, if you read any of my books, if you read book one, here's a link. Can you please leave a review? Uh, the only issue is I'm having trouble getting to the review page right now. Uh, if you were to go, can you do me a favor while we're sitting here? Can you go mm -hmm. to my book page on Amazon for my, for forgetting tomorrow? And you, can you click where it says leave a review and tell me what you get? Because right now when I go there, even if I'm, if, whether I'm logged in, not logged in, whether I'm on Chrome or I'm in a incognito mode on Chrome, I get an error that just something went wrong. We are currently unable to accept a review for this product. It happens to me for both of my books and I don't know why. And I need that link for book two, especially I have the book one link somewhere, but I need the link for book two because I want to update um, the back of book two and put, put that in. So when people can go leave reviews on it and I, I can't can leave a review. Can you send me that link for both book mm -hmm. one and book two? Can you text them to me? Cause I want to yeah. see what happens when I click them. Maybe it's just because I'm the writer of the book. And if I'm the writer of the book, I can't go leave a review, I think. But I swear in the past, I've seen that. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. I also want to just- says when I go to mine. Like if yeah, I can check go it out, to my own. Um, I also want to uh, do some more research on reader links, maybe set up something, see if I can figure out how to, maybe I can edit my Facebook ads that are out there right now with, with uh, a, a reader links link that maybe give me more information. Mm -hmm. And the last thing that I want to do today, I am currently reading your book as I've been texting you about throughout the yes. week. I'm five chapters in, but I also want to start another Star Wars canon book at some point in the near future. So I need to go look at the website. There's a website. It's like, uh, what is it? It's, it's Wootini. Cause that's what the, that's what the, um, what are those little things called that, that kidnapped R2 in the beginning of Star Wars? uh oh the um the the um oh man I, I this is i just can't believe i can't think of this right now the jaw was the jaw was at one point one of them just says wootini and it became this thing and there's a website i believe it's it might be utini.com where i can there's a list of all the star wars canon books and i want to look and see i've read a ton of them and i want to see if there's any new ones out that i haven't read um in the last year or so 
and I want to find a new one. So when I'm, as soon as I'm done with your book, I can start reading a Star Wars canon book because I love those. Yeah, let's talk about that. How far into my book are you? I believe I'm on chapter, I think I've finished the first five. I think I'm on chapter six now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I usually read at night or I was reading at lunch at work mm -hmm. when I wasn't writing, which wasn't much. So that's why it's going slow. But now that I'm working from home again and I'm not getting up at 5 a.m., I can read a little bit more in the evenings. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. All right. How many and stars that, would you give it? I mean, I'm not far enough in right now to answer that question. <laughs> okay. So I plead the fifth on that. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. But Monday, I will say that if it oh. keeps going, like it is where I can put the people in my head as the characters, then it, you know, it, it'll be good. Don't worry. Okay. You're good. fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Monday through Thursday, we have virtual lessons and homework. Um, every day we went to dinner at Anna's and watch Big Bang Theory. We are uh, nearing the end of season five now. Um, she, it's so funny to watch it with her because she's never seen it before. And she just laughs out loud which makes Jeremy and I laugh out loud. It's just so fun to watch it with somebody who's never seen it before. Um, Thursday, we um, had a silly string battle outside and then we shot off confetti cannons and we had cake and we celebrated the end of virtual learning. We are done with virtual learning. Oh. Congratulations. <laughs> this week coming up is fall break. Um, so Kian doesn't go back for eight more days, but at least there's no uh, Zoom calls and homework and blah, blah, blah. Um, I didn't have any classes all week. It was some uh, festival or something in China. So I, I can't remember what it is, um, but no classes. I don't know exactly what I did all day, every day. Um, I did some parenting. I did virtual learning. I did cleaning. I worked on book stuff, not the book itself, but like book stuff. Um, that was pretty much every day. Tuesday, I went to uh, physical therapy for my shoulder. Wednesday, I went to the chiropractor and I worked on that t-shirt stuff I had talked about earlier. Um, Thursday, I was just busy, just doing stuff. Um, Friday, I went back to physical therapy and I ran a lot of errands. Um, no, no writing, no book stuff on Friday. It was just kind of getting things done. Um, yesterday, I did laundry and I cleaned up the house a little bit. Um, I did work on some book stuff, some plotting and things. Um, I also made some appointments for home repair. So like, um, there's a leak in our roof right above the bed, our master bed. Oh, um, and I think what it is, is the nail, there's a nail hole from a shingle. So it either needs sealed up or sealed around or something. So we had to call the roofer about that. Um, the ice maker and our refrigerator broke. Um, so I had to call about that. Um, we need to get our chimneys cleaned before we start building fires in them, in the fireplaces. So just, you know, little things for the house that need to get done. Um, today, podcast, I'm going to clean out my dining room because during virtual learning, it turned into like this storage room um, and I see it from my office and I can't have all that clutter staring at me. So I'm going to clean that up. Um, I also need to mop the floors. Um, we have some people coming um, our really good friends, they're like the pseudo grandparents to our kids, um, Debbie and Lou, they're going to come down sometime this month. She hasn't given me exact dates yet, um, but they'll come down for, I don't know, four or five days or whatever and hang out with us. Um, and then Jeremy's aunt Vicki and cousin Jonathan, um, 
they're going down to Florida to take Jonathan's daughter for some trip and they're going to rent a car and they're going to drive up here. We're only like five hours from where they're going to be. Um, and they're going to spend a night or two here as well, probably right after Debbie and we leave. And since I haven't really done a whole lot in the house, like I've, I've kept it clean and sanitary, um, but I haven't done a whole lot. I really need to get on the ball with that. So I'm probably going to have to start working on that too. Um, as far as running list of future things to do, I need to finalize the schedule for when Kean goes back to school. Um, I have a pretty good idea how my schedule is going to go so that I can get Kean to school. I can get my workout done. I have time to shower. Um, I have time to write. I have time to do a little bit of cleaning in the house. You know, like I need to make sure I have time to do everything. Um, and, and I think I'm doing okay, but I just want to kind of go over it a little bit more. Um, we decided that once the kids go back to school, we're going to stop doing dinners at Anna's every night. Um, only because when the kids get home from school at four, they're going to have homework. Um, I, I'm not sure when her kids are going to go back to their after school activities. Um, I know there's not going to be a basketball season this year. Um, like there was last year, they're going to do like a, a basketball camp kind of thing in January not because of COVID, but because at the church where he plays basketball, um, they're doing some renovations. So there's not going to be a season due to that. Um, and I'm not sure that I can get everything done that I need to do between the hours of eight and four while Kean's in school. And then there's that four to five, you know, before we went to Anna's house. So I think we're probably going to go over on weekends and, and leave it at that, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, um, and leave it at that. I also need to keep figuring out these book two characters. I feel like the more I know them before I start writing on the 19th, the easier it will be to write them. And again, just learn how to advertise in a more productive way, which um, Brian Cohen's um, ads for Amazon starts tomorrow. Uh, so I'll be doing that. And, and those are my future things to do. So you'll be able to talk about next week what you do during this? Mm -hmm. Hopefully <laughs> that'll be fun to hear a couple things. Um, this, um, whole, we're not going to her house for dinner anymore. This isn't going to affect my Christmas homemade pizza. Is it? Oh, no, no, no. We have a whole plan for Christmas. And then the second thing would be, I think, um, yeah, I always take notes while you talk. Um, I think the second thing would be, um, in terms of figuring out your character and creating more scenes, you may want to, if you, if you feel like you get stuck, you may want to go to YouTube and just look up story structure and just watch, like not necessarily, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm always gonna talk about the hero's journey, but hero's journey and save mm -hmm. the cat are the two big ones. And you might find, you might see like they say, hey, this is where this happens. And it might give you an idea of what you can do in terms of your characters to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so it might be something you look into. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, my, mine are the same as last week, which is autograph paper books on my website and get better at newsletters which, you know, I thought last time's newsletter was kind of fun. I do have an idea. It's kind of a series I want to do where I want to talk about how I created the characters and what actor or actress or real life person they are, um, they are named after or, or created from. Yeah. Um, so that's something I'm going to do on, not only in the newsletter, but I'm going to do a Facebook post the same time that talks about the same thing. I did the one last week about um, where I came up with, with my character, Anna. Um, not your dinner friend, Anna, who, yeah, my, my character. <laughs> Although Anna. when, if you ask Anna, she'll definitely say. It yeah, her. it's really not, but okay. We, we, <laughs> you know, if it gets me a good homemade pizza, I'm okay with <laughs> agreeing with her. Um, yeah. In terms of addicted to, I have two things here that, that I've been paying a lot of attention to this week. There's a, a YouTube channel called Oversimplified, 
which does uh, uh, these historical events, um, but he does them in the form of a cartoon and they're funny at the same time. So if you go to like uh, oversimplified American Revolution or Civil War, I watched one last night on Henry VIII and another one on the Russian Revolution. So they're like factually correct and accurate, mm -hmm. but they're also really funny. So, um, so I would say if you get bored, go to oversimplified on YouTube and watch some of his videos. Are they kid friendly? No, they, oh, they okay. swear like crazy. Um, oh, okay. Cause Keen's learning about the revolution. Right yeah, now not, cool. yeah okay. not, probably not a good idea. Um, okay. or, or at least go to it first and, and watch it, but I'm pretty sure there's F bombs in it. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, another thing that I actually started paying attention to this week was, uh, uh, my favorite, speaking of star Wars canon book, my favorite star Wars canon book is called lost stars. It is almost like a Hallmark movie set in the star Wars universe, but it doesn't have a, the kind of happy ending you may think it should have. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the ending, but I love the book so much that I don't care. And I, I, I read it like four or five times. Then I bought the audiobook so I could listen to it. And this week, it's been a, probably six to eight months before I, before I started listening to it or before I've listened to it last. So because I had my drive back and forth to work, I decided to go ahead and start listening to it. And I'm, it's really long and I'm pretty much, you know, I'm almost through it. And I'll probably listen to it again this week while I'm working. I'll just put it on as a, if I have no podcasts to listen to, I can just put it on there because I've listened to it so many times that I can just, I know it really well. So it's really mm -hmm. good. If you're looking for a good um, Star Wars book to listen to or read, and you're looking for something that's a little bit different from the sci-fi, I mean, it's all, don't get me wrong. It's all sci-fi, uh, but it's got a bit of a love. It's the, the main part of it is a love story and it's, it's really good. So I, I would recommend it highly. Um, my addicted to counting down the days until Kean goes back to school. Did I mention that's eight days? Yeah, uh, once or twice. Oh, okay. Yeah, eight days. Eight days. I'll have eight hours of quiet. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I've been working a lot on is learning how to be healthier. Um, you know, eat right and exercise is obvious, but it's just not working. I need a little bit more guidance. Um, I've been researching a lot about hormone health, intermittent fasting, supplements, um, different recipes. I don't know that I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I'm a super taster. And that means that I have way more taste buds on my tongue than the average person. I didn't um, even know that. I never heard that about you. No? I did not know that, yeah. A lot of people think I'm just picky, but that's not the case at all. Um, I'll give you a situation. This is back when we lived at Fort Bragg. Um, my mother-in-law lived with me. And I thought, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to make a smoothie. So I got almond milk, and I put some ice in there, and I put a little bit of yogurt in there, just like all these things that are supposed to be super healthy, and I put in six raspberries, and I'm talking six raspberries in 32 ounces of liquid, and I blended it all up, and the reason I picked raspberries is because I love raspberry hubba bubba, so I'm like, eh. Oh. Anyway, uh, and I took one drink of it, and I thought my mouth was going to explode, all I could taste was raspberry. It was just way too much. And so I said, here, I gave it to my mother-in-law. I'm like, you can have it. I can't, I just can't do it. And she added about two more handfuls of raspberries because oh. she couldn't taste any raspberries. So I'm pretty sensitive to like bitter flavors. Um, I forced myself to eat baby asparagus, which I don't know how much you know about vegetables, but any baby vegetable is less bitter now, when I eat the baby asparagus, it's covered in butter, garlic, and Parmesan cheese. You know, if you take and the word usually, asparagus out of that sentence, it's it's actually a completely different kind of sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but then sorry. I also like, 
like I scoop it up with like potatoes to cover the asparagus. The taste. actual asparagus taste. Okay. Yeah. Um, so eating is really, really hard for me because of this whole super tasting thing. Um, there's a test that you can do if you take, uh, just this, they, they have like more expensive tests, but just a simple test is you take a little bit of water and you put some blue food dye in it. And then you take like a paper towel and you don't want it to be soaking wet, but you want it to be wet and you dab it on your tongue and the very front of your tongue won't turn blue because there's so many taste buds there that the taste buds will stand out over the blue that kind of like sinks down into the grooves of your tongue. Okay. There you go. The more, you know. Yeah. So anyway, eating healthy is not easy for me. Um, exercising is not easy because I hate it. Um, so I've just been trying to learn how to be better. You know, I'm, I'm practically middle-aged. I'm, I'm almost as old as you and oh, ouch. I'm falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that I actually started taking vitamin D this week. Yeah. It's literally the first time that I've ever taken anything vitamin wise or healthy or really anything. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't feel any different. So, okay. okay. Well, I think it takes longer than a week. I have these little, um, these little round things. There's one for AM and there's one for PM where I put all my vitamins. Um, and I take like a multivitamin vitamin. I take magnesium and with the magnesium, you need to take calcium and then I take vitamin C. So I do take some vitamins. Um, just because I know I don't eat healthy, but I need to be better at it. So I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm enjoying my life. I had most twice this week. So <laughs> tons of vitamins in that. Exactly. <laughs> um, this week, this week, I, I'm not, again, I'm not going to do any writing. Um, so tomorrow I have four classes in the morning. Um, and then I'm going to start Brian Cohen's Amazon ad challenge. Um, Tuesday, I have five classes. I go to the dentist and physical therapy. Wednesday, I have five classes. Thursday, I have one class. Friday, I have one class in physical therapy again, which I think this will be the last week that I'm going to physical therapy twice a week. I think we're going to knock it back to once a week. Uh, Saturday, I'll probably do laundry. I've been doing laundry on Saturday instead of Sunday and kind of enjoying it. Um, and then Zoom with our friends and then Sunday podcast and prep for the awesome week ahead. Ah. The awesome week of quiet. Yes. Yeah. Quiet. You're gonna I get to have so, a thought. You're going to be so bored. You're going to miss your kid. Uh, no, <laughs> I love, I love my kids. I do. They are the most important people in my life, but I wonder often how many people would actually have kids if there was no such thing as going to school. Oh, interesting. Thought about like putting a, out a poll, like a, but people will lie. It's like a built-in like, 18 year babysitter. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Good stuff. Okay. Well, I am, thank Jesus, back for working from home uh, for the next three weeks. We have four of us in our department. We're rotating. And that means no more getting up at 5 a.m. and no more uh, getting home at 6 p.m. and being super sleepy. And uh, yeah, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, so my plan is Monday through Friday is pretty much going to be the same. I, I'm back to my 90 minute, minute lunches. So I'm going to write and continue to plot, or I, I might just start calling it loop. I'm just going to start looping at lunch. That's, that's a right. That's a combination of writing and plotting. I'm looping. And uh, this week I'm going to be working on my segment that I'm calling the game. I don't know how many chapters it's going to be, maybe probably four to five chapters. And as I 
as I go through and work on that, I will make changes to the characters' personalities that I will have to go back definitely in the prologue and probably in the first four chapters and add little words here and there to make them to make it sync up. Um, I have a couple of small twists that I want to include. I, I know one of them off the top of my head, and I, I'm, I think I know two of them now. And I'm going to include those in this game segment that is going to lend more to the reader about who these characters are. And I'm pretty happy about that. But it is going to be tough because, again, nothing's plotted out right now. The closest thing that I have to a plot right now is when I wrote... Uh, the first draft of this book back in 2017. So what I really do is I copy a chapter in and then I edit it. And usually it's completely rewritten. I mean, very rarely is it anywhere near what it was when I, when I wrote it. So I'm using that as a guide, but I am changing it big time as I go. So uh, let's see, I'll probably hit my golf simulator in the evenings. I'll probably close my laptop from work between 4.30 and 5 and go out and play uh, a quick, it is getting darker earlier here which I don't particularly care about. I'll hit it anyway. Uh, it's no big deal. And I also submitted the plans to the city on Tuesday last week for my permit because I have to get a building permit before I can build a building. Mm -hmm. Once I get accepted, hopefully, because I don't know why I would get denied, I'm literally replacing a building with a building, so it should be mm -hmm. okay. Um, once it gets accepted, I'll probably start calling a contractor. I think I want to add a little bit of uh, concrete down to make it wider than it is. The area that I have, make it a little wider than it is um, so that I have a, a wider area to hit in. I also want to add a little section where I could put like shelving so I could put golf stuff on the shelf, um, stuff that I don't want to have to bring in the house every time. And uh, so that'll happen this, that might happen this week. Maybe I'll get approved. They said it takes a week. So maybe sometime this week I'll hear something and I'll start ordering wood and calling contractors. And, and that'll, I'm, I'm excited about this. And then on Saturday, I'm going to golf in the morning again, probably have a 7.30 tea time, which means I'll have to get up at 5.30 on Saturday and go golfing. Should be home by one. And then I'll continue working on these chapters. And Sunday, I'll podcast football and I'll continue my marketing day. And Sunday is, has become my, my marketing. Tonight, today, the Browns don't play till 4.30 or 4.15. So I'll do all this stuff in the, in the afternoon instead of in the evening like I have been doing. And uh, next week, I don't know what time they play. But um, if it's one o'clock, I'll do my marketing stuff in the evening next week. So that, that is my week and week coming up. Oh, your dog just barked. Why did he bark? The male just dropped a box off. Oh, he's excited. Door. Well, I have something. But it's funny because he didn't start barking until the mail truck drove away. Uh, are your dog? Your dogs are good at knowing the difference between the the mail trucks like the UPS and the Amazon. Yeah than regular cars or vans yeah. that look, mine are, Max is too, it's amazing. Like he sees he, an Amazon van, he knows what it is compared, and he says, oh, somebody might be coming to the door compared to just a yeah. van that is driving down the street. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I made that little um, uh, window rest pillow. Yeah. I don't know what to call it. I built the thing so that Ollie could not go on my chair and get my chair covered in dog hair, but he can sit in his little padded throne there and um, look out the window. And I thought this is going to be bad because he's just going to sit there and bark at everybody who walks down the sidewalk. He has been doing so well. Like sometimes if they're walking on our side of the street on the sidewalk, he'll just, but he doesn't actually bark. Like you could tell he's trying to hold it back. If they're across the street on the sidewalk, he doesn't make a peep. I am so thankful he's doing so well with it because I was afraid. I was really afraid that are just going to be like constant barking all the time. Yeah, that's what mine does. He's, he, anybody that walks down the street, his, like right now, his ears are up, he's sitting up 
and he must see something. And then, and then the heavy breathing starts first. Yeah. He rarely barks, but the heavy breathing and the crying as he runs back and forth out the back door, back into the window. And there are people <laughs> who walk dogs or I have people that have been walking past my house for years that I've lived here and he sees them. And now the library has reopened oh, where people yeah. can go inside and anybody at the library parking lot, he's, he doesn't bark, but his ears are up and the heavy breathing. If it's a dog, forget it. Yeah. He's going crazy. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's quite interesting. So. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all I have. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, if you need to contact me for any reason, like Kat Bammer did, thank you so much, Kat, for getting a hold of me and letting me know about reader links. You can find me, uh, Jerry at jerryevanoff.com is my email. You can find my website, jerryevanoff.com. She actually didn't email me. She put it through the contact link on my website, which makes me happy oh, that nice. that worked correctly. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, I'm jerrye25. I actually tweeted something earlier this week for the first time in who knows how long where I ordered pizza from Domino's and it was, um, the order number was 66. And they said, thank you for, for, for placing order 66. And I was like, oh my God, that's a Star Wars reference. And the last time order 66 happened, it did not go well. Um, I tweeted it at Domino's. I would hope somebody there was going to respond to me, but nobody did. So yeah, it's disappointing. Um, Facebook, Jerry Evanoff author is my Facebook page. If you want to see the things I'm scheduling, go like my, my, my Facebook author page. I'm on Snapchat and I'm on Instagram. And I don't do much on Instagram, even though I threaten one of these days, I will. So you keep saying you're going to, I do. <laughs> well, you can find me at lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me at lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook, Lindsay Evanoff author, Instagram at Lindsay Evanoff author and Twitter Evanoff Lindsay. So if you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page and until next week. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com. 